Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. About that, Diana Rossini, he certainly does not want to be there anymore. We are so glad, though, you are with us this morning. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance, surrounded by Brownwater here in lower Manhattan, much to the chagrin of Keyshawn Johnson. We're going to have some fun here and talk a little bit more about Deshaun Watson and exactly everything that's swirling around him, what the drop-dead date might be to get a deal done, and... What's going on at Trey Lance's Pro Day? That's coming up. That's coming up in 15 minutes. Lou Riddick is there. Boots on the ground in Fargo. (laughs) Trey Lance says this is his Super Bowl. Remember, he only had one regular season game Mm -hmm. in 2020 with the pandemic canceling all but their game against Central Arkansas. But before we get to all that, we've got a great, great poll question this morning. And people are flooding in on Twitter. And I want the phone lines to flood in. As well. Sign of the times, Jay, you know this as well as anybody. You say we're going here with business and sports. Michigan State University announced the basketball team will now be called the MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. It's a sign of the times. If you're wondering, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans owned by Dan Gilbert, who is a Michigan State alum. And if you think it's bad enough there, think about this if you're Michigan State, there's another company called United Wholesale Mortgage. Probably never heard of them the way you've heard of Rocket Mortgage. United Wholesale Mortgage is a rival company of Rocket Mortgage. Their CEO went to Michigan State. He actually played on the basketball team. Matt Ishbia, you might remember, he was on the the, uh, 2000 championship team, Mm. bit player. He just donated $32 million to Michigan State. One dude, 32 mil, he played for Izzo on the 2000 championship team. 32 mil coming from that mortgage company. And untold millions, you would assume, coming from Rocket Mortgage, where, again, Dan Gilbert is a Michigan State Can the players alum. individually be sponsored by presenting sponsors? <laughs> like, can I be Jay Williams sponsored by Popeye's Chicken? Can I? Do I have that flexibility? Not at this point. Right now, it's just for the team, right? Once again, the player gets screwed. Well, I love Popeye's. What? <laughs> I just laughed. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I, was just, I, was just trying I love to, Popeye's, the too. biscuits, man. It's a buttery biscuit. Spicy five-piece. Michigan State announces the basketball team will Just be called the MSU chicken, Spartans, presented <laughs> by Rocket Mortgage. So be creative. Your favorite team, sponsored by whom? Have some fun. I'm just going to give you a couple examples. Get on the line, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Just whet the appetite for the callers to sort of understand where we're coming from. Quincy Hughes, the Syracuse Orange, presented by Tropicana. That's a good one. That's Frank. a good one. Or Sun Kiss. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. The Stuff Oregon like Ducks, Nike University. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> they already got all the Nike, they, you know. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I love this one from Acro Week. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish presented by Lucky Charms. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. The Old Dominion University Monarchs sponsored by White Castle. Very royal. Huh. White Castle. A lot of... Long nights there. I like this Bad one. Nights back in the day. John. Really? Yeah. I don't think this is John Beeline, but Michigan Wolverines presented by Jake from State Farm. What are you wearing? Khakis. Owed to the football <laughs> eight, coach. Eight million dollar khakis for nothing. <laughs> yes. Scott, this is, this is a more creative one. This is where we want you to get on the line and top this one. You know, get, be clever here. Indiana men's basketball sponsored by Smith & Wesson because it's the only way that IU can shoot. Oh, Woo! no. Oh, Wow. Wow, my father-in-law, my family in Indiana are not going to feel good about that. Neither is Archie Miller. Load yeah. up the phone lines right now. See if you can top that. Sorry about that one, Johnny B. On the note from this Diana Rossini on Deshaun Watson. Everybody knows he doesn't want to be there 
NFL Draft is April 29th. New league year starts in five days. There's a lot of interesting dates at play. Here's Schefter on why there's no rush to move the guy that everybody is rushing to try and grab. There's no urgency and there's no pressure on the Texans to move now. Their deadline is not this week. Their deadline is not the start of the new league year. They can just sit there and let the market continue to build and let teams get more and more anxious. And yes, some teams will sign quarterbacks and trade for quarterbacks and make moves for quarterbacks that will limit the market. But you know what? The Texans aren't looking to get rid of Deshaun Watson. And if the market dries up on Deshaun Watson, that's the way it goes. Once again, he is the president of the league. The future of the league is Trey Lance. His pro day is taking place today. Coming up in about 10 minutes from now, Lou Riddick from Monday Night Football on the scene, the great talent evaluator for years before he joined ESPN, will be there. Trey Lance has called it his Super Bowl. Again, huge spot in Fargo. What will he look like? A lot of things on the line for Trey Lance, and Mm. Lou will be here in 10 minutes. So what do you think about the Deshaun Watson there with Schefter saying, there's really no urgency at this point. Deadlines make deals, right? It's always about that. Hey, that's what I keep telling you guys. It's, it's, it, there is no sense of urgency, right? Free agency is coming up. It, whether he's there or not there, the cap number is going to be the same. So you don't need to move him. And when they get closer to the draft, now you start to sweat a little bit. Now you start to say, okay, let, let's, let's, let's get serious here. Let's get serious and, and see. Let's make one last attempt to get him to change his mind. And if it doesn't happen, let's start taking calls and let's start communicating. And, and, and I'm sure between us here, this communication is going on. As these, as, as, no matter what they say about the phone calls, they're going to be attending workouts of Trey Lance and other guys around the country. And those conversations, hey, Jay, how you doing, man? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are you, you going to do with Deshaun? Well, right now we're not really looking to do anything. But if we do do something, I'm, you know, we'll talk. And, hey, if you want to get rid of Deshaun, we're willing to entertain something. That Those conversations are going to happen because they're going to start moving around to pro workouts, and they're going to start running into other general managers and head coaches, and those conversations will take place. And a team is going to become desperate sooner or later. Like, and that's if, if, you, if you weigh it out long enough, there will be a team that will be willing to give you the house. We've already seen what Chicago has kind of offered to a degree, right? Report came out a couple of days ago where it says Chicago willing to offer the house for Deshaun Watson. So, look, you look at their assets, you see what, you know, you review that, you see if that can get you in a position you want. If not, you wait and you say, all right, like we'll wait for another team to come with assets that are potentially better for the direction I want my organization to move. What they will not do, though, is they will not mess around come draft time and not put a quarterback on their roster that they could go into the season with. If we they, have to. If they're not going to do that because if Deshaun does what I think he's going to do, which is which is sit tight and go to Florida and hang out during the season, they're going to be stuck with me's and you's playing quarterback. Right. And that's not what they're going to want to do. Got to have a backup plan always, literally and figuratively at this position. All right, so again, on the way in about nine minutes from now, Lou Riddick from Fargo. So much talk about Deshaun. Who wants to grab Deshaun? Everybody. Who's going to draw, who's going to grab Trey Lance, once again, pro day workout, never played an FBS team ever. 17 games, all against the FCS, garnering comparisons to Lamar Jackson. What does Lou's eyes see? A preview on the way live from Fargo. If you're an NFL draft fan, especially if you're a fan of a team that needs a quarterback, is Trey Lance your dude? Back to the poll question of the morning. Sports and business, Jay's two favorite things melding together. Michigan State announcing the basketball team 
this is totally serious, will now be called Moving Forward, the MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. This is just a sign of the time. So who should your favorite team or school be sponsored by? Jim is in Lincoln, Nebraska. You're on ESPN Radio. Give me something. Thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. You got so it, the University man. of Nebraska Cornhuskers should now be sponsored by Berkshire Hathaway, <laughs> and that's because Warren Buffett is a University of Nebraska grad. I Thanks thought, so much. You got Take it. care. I thought for sure he was going to say the University of Nebraska sponsored by Big Red Gum. I thought no, for sure I, he was going to say. No, I thought he was going to say Omaha Steaks. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. I thought he was going to say. Steaks. Berkshire that's Hathaway is a really good one, though. It is really good. And they certainly have the money to sponsor. Exactly. <laughs> They're not going yes. to give you Warren Warren That's Buffett. a big sponsor. <laughs> Which one? Huh? Which one? Warren Buffett. Oh, of course. I mean, he he's giving them money anyway already, so. So keep them coming, and, and Ev, if we got some more on the Twitter feed, throw them up. We'll, we'll get to those. Big I have one. Just a second here. At, at, T, at TJ Mick says, the New York football giants presented by Blue Chew. The only way to represent Big Blue is literally Blue Chew. Right. And for those outside of the tri-state area and the tabloids, the giants have been referred to as Big Blue when Key played for the Jets. What, it was a gangrene? Yeah. yeah. That sounds, literally. Yeah, that sounds a little toxic, yeah, actually, it. to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> the other version of gangrene. Um, all right, so we're going to get those calls in Stop. just a minute. Keep Stop moving them. At my oh. leg, you're such a jerk. <laughs> I didn't say my anything. leg is healthy. It's fine. I didn't say a word, Jay. <laughs> what is that smell? Is that my leg? Man, stop, man. I would wish that on you, boy. <laughs> so we'll continue to take your calls throughout the morning or your tweets. Again, MSU presented by Rocket Mortgage. And we should mention the guy that runs Rocket Mortgage went to Michigan State. And it's just a sign of the times. The other guy, like I mentioned, Jay, um, that gave the $32 million, the guy that played for Izzo mm-hmm. during the 2000 mm-hmm. championship season, did well for himself, obviously. Uh, he wants the court named after Izzo. That's one of the things. If I'm going to give you the $32 million, seems like a small price. Those sort of things are fine, right? Naming buildings or classrooms or certain rooms when you donate money to universities, that's fine. But when you start naming a program or a, a, a school and an institution after sponsors, and you're not allowing the student athlete to get a piece of the, the pie. I think that that's just completely wrong because you want us to wear your jerseys with the logos on it. And that is generating more revenue and eyeballs for consumers. Mm-hmm. And that's just wrong. I think it's just taking advantage of the student athlete. Yeah, speaking of taking of advantage, we're dipping into the Nebraska pool this morning. We just had our friend on from Lincoln. How about Mitchell? <laughs> this is this is stone cold. The Nebraska Cornhuskers presented by Super Nintendo, both only relevant in the 1990s. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Nebraska football has gone pretty <laughs> right now. The Cleveland Browns. See, this was a uh, this we should ask this question a year ago, but because now moving forward, it might be different. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, presented by Tidy Bowl. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. All right. The OSU Buckeyes, sponsored by Planters Peanuts, because, of course, the Buckeyes are yeah. a nut. A blue, yeah. A blue, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the blue diamond label, something like that. We need That'll some creative good. ones. That would, be, that would be good. Who would the USC Trojans be sponsored by? Oh, geez. Don't, <laughs> don't put yourself in the corner. I'm not Bart Scott. That's an Scott. easy transition. That's I'm not easy, Bart Scott. That's an easy I'm not, transition. And I'm not, Don't do it. And I'm not going to the edge. <laughs> that's because Key wants some protection. From oh, my answer. goodness. I, I love it. You went there. That's great. I didn't. 
Bart's not here to put cheese on the taco, so I had to U- do it. USC Trojans cheese on the taco the and protection. All USC the same Trojans Jeez. sponsored by Great Weather. <laughs> Great Weather. We got a caller to bail us out. Thank goodness. Uh, William is in Tennessee. You're on ESPN Radio. Okay, what should your favorite school be sponsored by in light of Michigan State being sponsored by Rocket Mortgage? Uh, the University of Tennessee Volunteers, sponsored by Central Florida. <laughs> That's what he always. How about that? Because yeah. their AD and their head coach came yeah. from Central yeah. Florida. That's pretty good. I wonder how they're going to do. I wonder if he'll do well there. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. That's see, here's a big a step I, got, up in I have so many big bad step. ones in my head that I, I want to oh, yeah, say no, publicly that I'm choosing ones. not to say because I'm trying to remain being you want professional. Want me to say it? Give it to me. No, no, no. Tell, no, no, tell no. me, Jay, and I'll say it. You want me to write down for you? No, I want you to say it. Then no, I, can I don't want to say it so you can hear me. Do you want to get bailed out? <laughs> well, I, I can put bail bonds in a couple of different schools as well, but I will not. Gotcha. So while Key and Jay discuss whether Jay should utter what he's thinking, how about we go to John in Kentucky? Good I morning, African John. African-American studies one. I got a couple of ones I can do, but I choose not to. Oh, excuse me. Josh in Kentucky. My condolences to your Wildcats. Tough season. What do you got? So the University of Kentucky sponsored by Maker's Mark. They already do. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what he I was thinking. He doesn't have shirt talk wildly. I was thinking, I was, I was, <laughs> and that's I was thinking from, right? of the brown liquor. Yeah. Right. Whiskey, Kentucky, the whole thing. Shane in Oregon, what you got? I got the Portland Trailblazers, sponsored by the Jolly Green Giants. Hmm. All right. Heard on the roster. <laughs> yes, indeed. Jordan in Pennsylvania, where are you going? University of Temple Owls, sponsored by Hooters. <laughs> see i wouldn't be able to handle that sponsor because i'll be going and i'll be like look we get a free discount right me and my friends were here every post game get a free discount on food right yes for the uh, pg crowd temple owls brought to you by wise potato chip <laughs> just to make sure he's got a little pg Why, on his hooters. game hooters is pg man yeah, come hooters on man what are you talking about hooters, hooters Dude, is have fine. you ever been to a hooters of course of course not like he said scores yeah it wasn't yeah exactly <laughs> he said hooters it's not it's a wing spec place with yeah, I would. Now, if you I, want to take me to scores of the Gold Club, you could do that. If you I want. don't yeah. frequent those Hooters type of places, uh, Zubin, so <laughs> confirm nor deny. I don't know anything about anything about anything. <laughs> Indeed, the North Dakota State Bison brought to you by Ted's Montana Grill. Let's go to Lou Riddick. Lou Riddick is in the one place where everybody in football wants to be today. Words rarely uttered. The center of the football universe today is Fargo, North Dakota. Trey Lance called it his Super Bowl. All but one game of his 2020 season wiped out due to the pandemic. And this is it. Pro Day. And Lou from Monday Night Football and, of course, his talent evaluating days is with us. Lou, before I get you in on everything you want to tell us, I want you to listen to our colleague here, Matt Miller, ESPN NFL draft contributor, on who Trey Lance reminds him of and get your reaction right after Matt is done here in 44 seconds. He reminds me of Lamar Jackson, and the reason for that is I think year one, Trey Lance can be a starting quarterback in the NFL because of his athleticism. He's just shrugging off tacklers there. He's 225 pounds. He's ready right now as a runner and a thrower. So that's why I compare him to Lamar Jackson. Get him on the field year one. Let him beat teams with his athleticism and his arm strength. And then year two, ramp up. Year two, what did Lamar Jackson do? Won the MVP. If you want to compare to Josh Allen, that's fine. Guess what? Josh Allen, year one, athlete. Year two, ramp up. Year three, playoff quarterback. So that's why I see Trey Lance a lot like Lamar. That's how I would try to. If I'm drafting him, 
If I'm the Carolina Panthers and I draft him, my blueprint is exactly what we saw happen with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. You buy it? You know, I, I understand kind of where he's going with this, but I, I would say this. Look, as, as fantastic as Lamar has been, and obviously I mean, he's been a league MVP, as fantastic as Josh has been, particularly just this past year with the improvements he made in his accuracy, you know, as far as that being the number one focal point of his game. This young man, Trey Lance, up here at North Dakota State, look, I think he is ahead of both of those guys as a pure thrower is concerned, as a guy who can really do everything that you need a quarterback to do, not just running the football, but throwing the football, really taking charge of the offense from pre-snap to post-snap, changing protections, making audibles, going from pass to run, run to pass, getting them in the optimum place. Look, I think he is light years above where people believe he he necessarily is because of the fact that he played at a lower level of competition. I think people are slighting him in that way. And I think once you see him throw today, you will see, obviously, in a, in a much in – a, in, in a in a – in an environment here that really doesn't represent, you know, 11-on-11 football, obviously. But I think you're going to see that he is much better than what people are giving him credit for. Do not all of a sudden just put him in a box because he played against a lower level of competition and had a one-off outing in 2020 where he didn't play that well because it's not a good indication of where he is going to be. And I, I think he's just more similar to Josh Allen in terms of body type and the way both of them move and how both of them play the game. Either way, I don't care who you compare him to. He is going to have a heck of an NFL career, provided that he gets surrounded by the right supporting cast and people build a football team around the right way, just like any other young quarterback. Lewis, because there's no combine this year, traditional combine, this is the first time that he gets an opportunity to perform in front of many people. What, what is at stake for Trey Lance today? I think really what it's going to be about today is, again, in this environment where you don't have 11-on-11 competition, what they want to see is that, that he has worked on some of the negatives that people picked his game apart for having in 2019, which is namely this. One, consistent accuracy with the football at all three levels. He had you know, a propensity to miss some throws that he shouldn't miss and put it in some bad spots where you know as a wide receiver you don't want the ball being put behind you you always have to extend over your head and catch it, have to go down and scoop the low ball. They want to see if he has fixed that. And the way that they want to see if he has fixed it is if his mechanics, both in terms of his feet and his release, have been cleaned up, making sure his base is solid, maybe shorten his his release so the ball comes out a little bit quicker because he has a little bit of an elongated release. But if he has cleaned up those two types of things, that's really all he could really show here today, absent there being game competition. And then just from an interaction standpoint, just showing that he's a, he's a consummate professional, that he is taking his taking this 2020 season off seriously. Although it wasn't his choice not to play, it was the you know it was North Dakota State's choice not to play, and that he is just ready to go for whoever team drafts him once they get into training camp and on into the season here in 2021. And I think he's going to have a spectacular day personally. Lewis, we got some breaking news by Adam Schefter, first reported by the Boston Globe. The New England Patriots are bringing back Cam Newton. What do you think this does for Cam? What do you think this does for their chances to ultimately win a Super Bowl again? Well, I think for Cam, it gives him another year in a system where now he can have a full offseason to really dive into the nuance of this offense and get comfortable with it and not have to be constantly playing catch-up, which is what he was doing all last year. 
When we had them on Monday night twice last year, he talked about it over and over again. Josh McDaniels talked about it, the offensive coordinator. Bill talked about the fact that, look, Cam was behind the eight ball right from the get-go because he signed so late in the process. Then he got sick, so he missed some time there. The whole team schedule was interrupted numerous times during the season because of COVID. He never had a chance, really, to get acclimated to their system and to that environment in the way that he will this year. And it's not surprising that they decided to go ahead and run it back one more time. And now Cam has a chance to really get himself healthy, get himself right. He knows exactly where he's going to live, what the routine is like, what Bill expects of him. I think it's going to be good for him, provided that Bill does his part as the general manager, the de facto general manager up there, as far as really going ahead and fortifying this offense in terms of weaponry on the perimeter. Because we saw last year in multiple games – they just didn't have it. They didn't have anybody that would threaten any defense on any consistent um, on, on a consistent basis. And Cam needs that in order to play at a high level. There's no doubt about it. I had great perspective there from Lou. And the last thing I want to just say going out the door on Trey Lance is something that hasn't been mentioned because every time, as Lou said, every time you mention Trey Lance, the first thing people say is quality of competition. Just remember this. This is a guy from the FCS that is leaving school early. That is one of the rarest things you will ever see at the quarterback position, leaving early from the FCS at the quarterback position. You'll see Lou throughout the day breaking it down. Sports Center on the biggest day to this point of Trey Lance's football career. Lou, thank you so much. You bet, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Lou. Mm-hmm. Lou looks out me, there. Key is killing me. Key is ready to take a victory. Pop, uh, he's, he's popped his collar. It. He's been saying it the whole he's time. Popped his collar. He was the first one to say it during the regular season. Mm, look at that look. It's like Rodan the Tinker. Look there. of conviction. Wrong yeah, fist. Shoulder sway. Okay. Chachet. Yes. Yes. I'm just saying, <laughs> though. All right. Well, to Key's head, he needs to swell down during the break. I give him credit, man. No, I'm not swelling saying down. this the whole year. <laughs> Y'all pat everybody else on the back when they get it right. You're going to pat me on my damn back. Key did say it. Cam is back. One year deal doesn't preclude the Patriots from doing anything else. But it's free oh agency. god, now he throws Jeez. water on. Hang on. Jeez, man, the fire was hot. Yeah, some water on, on it. Free agency starts in five days. Got to have something on the books. We'll dig into the story. Why Key thought he would come back when everybody said eight touchdowns, ten interceptions. There's why? no way. Oh no, he's done. So, he's the best he is as a backup. So what did Key say? See, excuse me, that nobody else did. We'll get Key's thoughts on that. Proven right. Victory tour. Take a lap around the studio here. We'll have it all. Cam back with the past. One-year deal. And what it means from Key's perspective. You just heard it from Lou. After Jay has this from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Yes. A weak battery could leave you stranded. Been there, done that. So don't take that chance. O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery free of charge. If your battery needs to be replaced, their professional parts people can help you find the exact battery that fits your car or truck at a guaranteed low price. Make sure your vehicle is prepared for the weather ahead by getting your battery tested for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. I think Tony's right about that. Nobody wants to be 7-9 and nine again when you've been the NFL's dynasty for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. We're going to try to run down a guest for you because anytime breaking news happens on the show, we want to make sure you at home or in the car or the Zoom or whatever you're doing has the best information available. And Key obviously had some intel hey. on Cam Newton. Hey. I'll say it again, Key. Eight touchdowns hey. in 15 hey. starts. Hey. The fewest passes by a quarterback I'm sorry, to Zubin. make 15 starts over the last two decades. He's vibing right now. He's feeling good because he got the Cam Newton pick right, which no. he's been saying all year. No. And he's vibing out to the beat, though. The it's beat. both. It's, it's just, both combined, Key. It just takes me back to being in places, you know. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Jay? Sand, winding your hair. What? Key's Man. Dirty Mind, sponsored Woo. by. <laughs> no, nah, just relaxing, Zubin. This is summer vibes right here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. The Pats are going to head into the summer and into training camp, using the summer as an example, with Cam Newton on the roster. I mean, you called it. I mean, a lot of people, I think, are going to look at this headline and pop into the phone, and it's going to be woke. Can I give you one more piece of information? Go ahead. Key? From Schefter, who broke the story a minute ago, we're going to just essentially say it. Pats are finalizing a one-year deal. It'll be worth close to $14 million. So he'll be back. They're on the verge of closing it. $14 million for one year after one year in New England that a lot of people thought was less than impressive. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. I've been doing, I almost cursed, but I've been doing this stuff way too long, I guess, as a player and working in sports media. You're um, in the media now? Are you now in the media? No, I you, said you, working in, in sports media. Okay, He's not, not in okay. media. Gotcha. And, and so – when you watch throughout, let's just, from a timeline standpoint, Cam Newton was at the Carolina Panthers and injured. Mm-hmm. And he didn't look good at games that he tried to play injured in. And then you fast forward to the point where Kyle Allen takes over and everybody goes crazy. He wants to patent some slogan. And he was on, he was cooking. Remember that? In Carolina, yeah. Everybody's like, ah, they're looking at that and they're looking at Cam and they're saying, Pfft. then he's, Pushed out of Carolina. He's sitting on the sideline for several months mm-hmm. because we're in the midst of a huge pandemic mm-hmm. and we can't get anybody on planes or nothing to even examine his injury. So all that time passes by. Mm-hmm. The New England Patriots are left at the altar on Tom Brady. So now they're stuck. Oh, what do we do? He's the only guy out there that, you know, they go back and they look at film and they study these things and they say we could probably get something out of him they sign him he comes in everybody goes oh this is crazy I don't think he can play anymore this is it then he comes out on fire he goes up to Seattle and he has them at the edge all he has to do is get an inch he wins that game 
Boom. Go line. Wow. Cam Newton might be cooking. Five touchdowns. He, oh, they're getting something out of him. Take that, Brady. So that whole story comes. Then he catches COVID. Mm-hmm. Now they go to Kansas City, and they're playing with two dudes, Brian Hoyer and Jared Stenner. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniel looked at that and said, no, we cannot. They get Cam back. He puts the ball in his left arm against Buffalo instead of his right. He fumbles. Ah, he's terrible. He throws a few picks. Ah, he's terrible. Loses to the Raiders. Barely beats the Jets. Throw picks on Monday night against the Rams. Loses Julian Edelman. And so when you start to look at everything, no real offseason with the New England Patriots. And and the only thing he's going to do is get beat up about his play Mm -hmm. because it wasn't good. He had cringing film at times where it's like, did he really just throw that? Like, did he really just do that but it wasn't because he couldn't play in the NFL he was new to everything and you have to understand that like Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels in the offensive staff they got him out there playing with no Julian Edelman Jacoby Myers is his best receiver undrafted kid out of North Carolina State in only his second year Nikhil Harry is just a throwaway He's just uh, – Nikhil Harry, I don't even know what to say about him. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. So he's out there playing with nothing. Everybody says he's done. They're going another way. He, they want Jimmy G. They want. It's like, no, they don't. What they want to do is retool, bring people back like they went out and did. And now they get their guys that opted out on the defensive side of the ball. Now, much like you said, they can still draft a guy, which I'm assuming they're going to do. Because they know who Jared Stenham is. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to draft a guy and learn under Cam Newton. And so you just look at the whole situation. Nobody told me. Nobody, I didn't talk to Belichick and say, hey, are you, I'm not going to say anything. Just tell me. If you know football, and you, you can see it if you, know, if you know football. I know a lot of people out there think they know football. But if you really know, you can just see everything aligning for Cam Newton to come back. And in terms of the money, Jay, you asked me the other day, what would he get? You said right around that mark. I said he's probably going to get a two-year deal at $30 million. They going, you know, So he signed a one-year deal at fourteen, basically. Perhaps, yep. That's what it's going to be. Jay, what do you think? How do you know that he was their first option? I don't it, think it, we know that. You, you don't I, necessarily I, know. I know. I'm just saying. I, you don't know that. I, so my thing is, I, I don't know if Bill Belichick decided to take a pause and see what was available on the market. To see, hey, what kind of collateral would we need to give up in order to get a guy like Jimmy G if I want him back here? For all I know, Cam Newton could be signing a one-year deal by default because he was their best option to move forward. If I had thought that Bill Belichick said, hey, Cam Newton, you are going to be the face of our franchise. I'm going to give you the reins with all these other things that happen. I agree with you. I think you should have another shot, Key. I'm all for it. And you've been standing by that the whole year. But a one-year deal tells me, hey, we're not really sure that you can take the reins for a long time, you still have a lot more to prove with us. It's okay It's okay to take a one-year deal year to year. Mm-hmm. The, we, and on top of that, we probably don't want to tie up salary cap space. But what gave, what also gave me the, the inkling that he was going to probably sign back is that Bill Belichick offered basically to reports nothing for, for, for Matt Stafford. The reports that were coming out was like, Belichick was like, we'll take him for like a three. 
or whatever it was. It was like either two or three. They didn't even well, offer anything. Well, so you, you don't need to move all the heavens to get Matthew Stafford if you have a suitable guy there in Cam Newton that that's you feel my whole point. as a backup, right? That, no, no, no. Not no, no I'm a, not saying as a backup. I'm saying as a backup plan to be the first option. That's what I mean. But meant. that's my whole point. Everybody in from a public perspective was saying Cam Newton was toast. He was done, and he wasn't going to be the guy and this, thing, and that. But yet and still – they didn't go and pursue Matthew Stafford the way that most people did because they felt comfortable enough with Cam Newton. Hmm. Now, they're going to get another quarterback. That other quarterback is going to push Cam Newton. or That other quarterback is going to learn under Cam Newton. But they had enough belief in him to give him $14 million, not $1 million, like they did the first time around because they didn't have the money. Right. That's a great point to – to bring up, you're right. So he returns on a one-year deal, and like it's like any prove-it deal. You play well, we'll give you more. And you dangle the carrot out there. He's still in his early 30s. We'll see. The Pats are hoping Cam Newton can get into the zone next season. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone, especially now since he is back in the fold. Get in the zone. AutoZone, our Pats reporter with the team every single day of the year. What can he add to Cam's return to New England? The key to his return after Key has this from... Indeed. As a business owner, time is your most valuable resource. That's why Indeed has instant match. Post-sponsored job at Indeed instantly service millions of resumes in their database to deliver candidates who best fit your job description. Want to go beyond the resume? Choose from 135 skill test challenge applicants on hard skills like computer proficiency or soft skills like customer service, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. He should win the MVP. That's how to block your shot, Jay. <laughs> what are you talking about, Key? You don't want this smoke. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tony and Mike and might say, or Montel Jordan might say, mm-hmm. pardon the interruption, okay. Okay, but uh, <laughs> we had a little breaking news interrupt our normal hey. flow, and that is hey. the return hey. of Cam Newton, but uh, that's not really breaking news to Key. I mean, it is because it happened early on. I mean, free agency hasn't started, but they got the deal done because they can. It's their Essentially, it's their guy, so they're able to have conversations with him and get the deal done. They didn't have to wait till free agency actually start. 
Let's bring in Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter. He can only wish, but apparently he is not standing outside of one Patriot place freezing. Damn, Mike! With a parka and gloves in his locker room. He's in the cozy confines of La Casa de Reese, and he joins us this morning. All right, Cam back, 14 mil, one year, locking in a QB before free agency commences in five days. From your reporting, take us inside the rationale and the logic to make this move. Zoom in, it starts with timing. They felt like they wanted to get one piece in place before the start of free agency. The Patriots in the big picture have a lot of salary cap space. This signing with Cam Newton will still give them a lot of salary cap space and allow them to add another quarterback if that opportunity presents itself. But a lot of those opportunities are out of their control. For example, Jimmy Garoppolo, would he become available? Maybe, maybe not. They could still go after him, even bringing Cam back. But this gets one piece in place so they can start putting some other pieces around him and this roster. What does it say about the way that they feel about Cam Newton's ability right now versus when he came in a year ago this time? Keyshawn, it says a lot, and I got some numbers for you here to sort of reinforce that point. Last season, the Patriots finished 30th in passing yards per game, 30th in interception percentage, 27th in total yards, and 27th in total points scored. If they thought that was all about Cam, Cam wouldn't be back, but they acknowledge that they need to put better pieces around whoever the quarterback is, and let's just assume that it's going to be Cam. So that tells us a lot. Their action to bring Cam back says, look, we feel like Cam wasn't necessarily the number one problem last year. Sure, he can play better than he did, but with a full offseason, that's going to make a difference, they hope. Um, to put him in position to have more success with better pieces around him. Mike, give me a real ping on, a, on this. By bringing Cam back, where does this put the Patriots in the AFC? Well, Jay, my, my first thought is I, I don't think it's like we're all in on Cam and we're done. Like, I still think it could be Cam and someone else, and we'll see how it unfolds. I really believe that this is just one domino, and what we need to see is the other dominoes that fall. Like, they need to go out and get a tight end. You know, uh, they've, they've had the least production from the tight end spot of any team over the last two years since Rob Gronkowski left. They're wide receivers. They need a boost there. Until we see those other moves, Jay, like, I wouldn't put them at the top of the AFC right now, but there's a lot more work to be done, and this, to me, is just one small domino in the big picture. It draft time is right around, not necessarily around the corner, Mike, but it's coming up fast. Do you think that the Patriots would move up in the draft to try and you mentioned tied in to try and go get a guy like Kyle Pitts, um, you know, maybe one of the dynamic receivers? Will they take that shot? Well, so they're picking at number 15. And I would say you look at past history, if they move up, it probably wouldn't be to the top five, the top eight, where they would have to give up a future number one pick. Bill Belichick's been in New England for 21 years now. He's never traded 
a future number one pick to move up. That would be surprising if he did that. But if one of those players that you mentioned slides into the range of 11, 12, or 13, we've actually seen that type of move before if you go back to the early parts of Bill Belichick's tenure, where he's moved up a few spots to get the one player he was looking for. So I would say that is a more realistic possibility than a real aggressive move up the board. So the headline is Cam Newton is coming back. The subheadline, which Mike says might become the headline, they're not done just yet. Fascinating. One year out of the spotlight in the playoffs, and here they are, right back to being in the center of the NFL. And, of course, Mike is at the epicenter of it all. Mike, thank you. Really appreciate you joining us this morning. All right. Thanks, guys. Mike, Mike. Mike, join us on the Goodyear Hotline. One thing, we're going to continue to talk about this, by the way. Hang on at the top of the hour. We'll get into that. Mike is essentially saying it's Cam and somebody else. Who could it be? Jimmy G, somebody else. Competition is coming. We'll get into the fellas' thoughts on who that might be. One other thing to keep in mind, I think sometimes when you see it on the surface, you have to just step back and remember how much money quarterbacks are being paid because it is feasible with the Pats cap room that you could pay Cam $14 million and have him be – your backup. That's feasible. When guys are making 30 yeah. and $40 million a yeah. year, sometimes when you see 14, it's like, can he really be the backup for 14? But you're like, well, if you're paying somebody 40, yeah, yeah this the is backup not, can This be. is not 15 years ago. Right, but sometimes you have to think about it from that particular perspective. So they're not done shopping. And Cam is not there to be the backup. He's very, he said it very astutely a couple weeks ago on a podcast that there's not 32 quarterbacks better than him in the National Football League, and I have to agree with him. So I don't anticipate, no matter who they bring in there, that Cam Newton's going to be behind that person. Mike Reese said, hey, they got a lot of other pieces that they got to add. Tied in receiver, the offensive line. I mean, you know, and all of it, based on the numbers that he rattled off, uh, they clearly don't think it's all Cam Newton. I mean, if you think about the Patriots actually trying to move up in a draft and get a guy like Kyle Pitso, mm-hmm. a guy that can block and also be that tight end, that dynamic, potentially like slash wide receiver, that would be a scary combination for Cam. Those are the kind of pieces he needs around him offensively. And think about how much success Belichick has had with not one but two tight ends. And exactly. he stayed there. And we should also mention, from a standpoint, when you look at somebody like Cam Newton, it just simply comes down to what are our options right now? And right now, he is the best option. The option to compete with Cam at camp? The fellows weigh in next. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.